Good to see you. Yes, you came looking for Brother Bethea. You got to come back next week. He's out, not playing hookies. He's working. He's just working at another part of the vineyard. Every now and then, Jesus would go away. And then he comes back. And he feel more powerful. When you're working on something, go away from it. Then come back. And everything will be all right. Those of you who are visiting who may not be members of the Church of Christ, we say welcome. We're happy that you have decided to stop by and be with us today. And those of you from another congregation of the Lord's people, it is good to see you. It is always good when we can open God's book, study his word, which is able to save our souls. And those of us who labor here at East Baltimore, we expect to see you. Amen. Amen. Didn't you see the TV? Yeah, and Brother Davis and that group did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Progress. You paid for it and they put it up. God is not good some of the time. God is good all the time. And if you did not know two wings... It's because you miss the rehearsals on the first and fourth Sunday immediately following the 11 o'clock service. And I'm going to give Brother Terrell some credit because within 40 minutes at the most, we're out. If, if, we, if we get the... Uh, what he's trying to give us. Now, if we don't get it, he's like a school teacher. He holds you right there until you get it. And, and a lot of the time, I know I kept them longer because so when he gets to my part, I just don't sing. And he think everybody got it. I just hum my way all the way through so I could get out and get some. But God is good. Thank you, Brother Tom, for reading. Brother Terrell. The book of Hebrews is a clip note of the first five books the Bible. You remember in college when you had to do a paper? You go to the bookstore and you buy the clip note. You said you didn't do that? I'm not talking to you. You, you. you remember how we used to do that? Yeah, we don't read the whole thing. Get the clip note and give the author credit and we don't need to read all of that. There's the first sentence of the paragraph tells you what it's about. See, you You had time on your hand. You just read the whole thing. We didn't do that. So the clip notes tell you what it's about. So 
if you don't want to read the first five books of the Bible, read Hebrews. Read Hebrews. Because the five books that Moses wrote, the Hebrew writer clips notes it for you. And it tells you exactly how God dealt with Israel and those in that dispensation of time. So let's go back. Let's not read Brother Tom read the clip note. Let's go back to Jeremiah 31. And let's see what Jeremiah says about it. Now, how many people brought their Bibles? Let me see. Your phone, your iPad, whatever you got. Brother Hines, that's not a Bible. Oh, you just show, okay. Tell your dad, show the Bible. Brother Hines got up a piece of paper. That, that ain't clip note there. That's a cheat sheet. Sister Sarah, how you doing? Jeremiah 31 and verse 31. Jeremiah 31, verse 31. 32, 33, and 34. All right? Sister Stevens, are we ready? All right, let's read. Behold, the day cometh, said the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Jacob, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers. Says the Lord, but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their inner place and write them. And they shall be my people. And every man his neighbor, his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I forgive their iniquities. I will remember their sins no more. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, a new covenant. All right. Let's see what God says. A new covenant. A covenant is an agreement 
between two or more people. A covenant is a document where two or more parties can agree with both parties having the same right. A covenant is a contract that the one party presents to another where both party has equal value. A covenant or a will is an agreement that can be broken if one party violates the agreement. Is that all right? In the Bible, scholars will tell you that there are six covenants. That's providing that you want to take the covenant that God made with Adam in the garden. But God made, in Genesis 9, God made a covenant with Noah. And he says when Noah landed after the flood, God made this covenant with Noah, and he says unto Noah, I will never destroy the world again by water. And to seal this covenant, God put a rainbow in the cloud. And every time you see that rainbow, it reminds us of the covenant that God made with Noah before we was born. So when you see, when you walk in the streets of Maryland and, and it's just constantly raining and you don't think it's ever gonna stop, when you see the rainbow, you can put your umbrella down because God is holding the covenant that he made with Noah. In Genesis chapter 12, God made a covenant with Abraham. And he says unto Abraham, from thy seed all nations shall be blessed. God made that same covenant with David. That from your seed, shall the world be saved. In Equitus chapter 19 and verse 3, God made a covenant with Moses. And God says to Moses, go down there and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Moses went down, delivered the message unto Pharaoh. 
Three months. Three months after Israel was relieved, God made this covenant. With Israel and with Moses. Now, but the covenant that I want to talk to is this new covenant that the Hebrew writer talked about. Because there is a religious group today that believes that they are still under the old covenant. And that religious group calls themselves the Seventh-day Adventists. The Seventh-day Adventists believe that they are still under the old covenant. And not only that, you'll be surprised that some of the people within our brotherhood would believe that they are still under the old covenant. But I have come today to tell you, just in case you had forgotten, there is, Brother Cooper, a new covenant. God says to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 31 and 31, the day will come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant that I made with their father when I brought them out of the land, but the covenant that I will make with them would be a different covenant. The first covenant that God made, that was a covenant between God and man. God made that covenant with man, knowing that man cannot live up to the covenant. See, God. God is God. Whether we want God to be or not. He's not God based upon what we think. He's God all by himself. And I thought I said something, Brother Johnson. See, sometimes we want God to act like us when we don't want to act like God. So whatever the covenant that God made with Israel, God made that covenant between him and man. Now, when you look at this covenant, Brother McNeil, you find one person in front 
of the covenant and one person in the back of the covenant. But they are not of equal value. When God made this covenant with man, that was a covenant could not be of equal value because there's no way that man could ever be equal with God. The Seventh-day Adventists and those who live in the 21st century who desire to follow that covenant don't understand the covenant and who are inside of the covenant. Let me just show you something. Brother Terrell and I made an agreement. He is going to teach me how to sing. And I'm going to pay him for his time. We agree and then we shake hands. You remember when people, when you were younger and back in the daytime, when two people would make a covenant or an agreement with one another, they will cut their wrists and then they would the blood and rubber together and we call that a what? A blood a blood covenant. And we blood brothers. That type of agreement don't work today. Brother Terrell and I made an agreement. And then here comes Brother Claiborne. He wasn't no way in the agreement that Brother Terrell and I made. But he comes and he says, well, if you paying Terrell five dollars, I'm going to pay Terrell five dollars. How? Because he heard me said Terrell is, I'm paying Terrell five dollars. Now Terrell come and teach him and he hands Terrell five dollars and Terrell look at him like, have you lost? Your mind? What you talking about, Terrell? I'm giving you the $5. I never told you that I was charging you $5. How did you come up with that? Well, I had a conversation with Frazier. I heard. Because Frazier said, Claiborne, let me borrow $5 so I could pay Terrell for singing lesson. He was no way in the agreement. So how can he come up with that 
agreement when he was nowhere in the, the agreement. That agreement was between Terrell and Frazier. You, you understand that? Claiborne wasn't even there. He heard it through the grapevine. But Terrell is, and then the sad thing about it, he doesn't keep it to himself. He tell every, Terrell is giving singing lesson for $5. So now Terrell is coming back and saying, where did y'all get that from? I didn't tell y'all that. That was an agreement. See, then he calls me up. Frazier, what are you telling people? I didn't tell nobody nothing. I asked Claiborne to borrow $5 so I could pay him, pay you, for the lesson. Claiborne running with that. I, I, didn't have, I didn't have anything to do with that. That's, Claiborne started that rumor. Because when you and I talked, Claiborne was, he was at Massanucket at one of those vacationing. You and I was talking. I just asked him to let me borrow $5 so I can pay you for the lesson. Now, Claiborne not tell everybody. Terrell got, y'all want to see, Terrell got lessons for $5. No way in the agreement. Same idea with the seven-day Adventists. They were no way to be found in Equitus chapter 19. And verse number three, Claiborne, I want you to get there for me, please. The agreement was between Israel and God. 450 years in Egyptian captivity, and God brought them out. And the Bible said when they got to the foot of Mount Sinai, they were to go from there across the Red Sea through the wilderness into the promised land. But the journey should have only taken them 11 days. But because they didn't understand or they disobeyed God, it took them 40 years for a journey that should have taken 11 days. And now they come. Watch what the text says. Equitus chapter 19 and verse 3. What does the Bible say, Brother Claiborne? And Moses went up unto God. And Moses went up unto God. Read. And the Lord called him unto him out of, out the, of mountain, the mountain. Go ahead. Saying, thou shalt, thus shalt thou say to the house of Jacob. Uh-huh. And tell the children of Israel. Okay. You have seen what I did unto the Egyptians. Stop right there. Watch what the text says. The text says, this is what I want you to tell the house of Jacob. That's right. And tell the children, and tell of, the children, children of Israel. Israel. All right. 
Where is the seven-day Adventist? Mm -hmm. Who was the agreement with? The house of Jacob. The house of Jacob. And the children of Israel. And the children of Israel. Now, if they had came and said, we are from the house of Jacob, we had to give it some thought. We would have to have given it some thought. But the agreement was not with anyone except the house of Jacob and the children of Israel. Now, all you have to do to be in that agreement is be of the house of Jacob or the children of Israel. I told y'all, my father died. And in the will, brother, um, brother Cooper, he gave my brother before he even died a boat and a truck to pull the boat. Now, my sister got upset. Because she didn't get the boat nor the truck. So now she won. Let's read the will and see what the will said. In the will, since now, my niece, I can tell y'all, this is my family. My niece went and got a copy of the will. And said, I'm just protecting my father. Well, you're not in the will at all. <laughs> Unless you are named in the will, it doesn't matter, Brother Ville, what your relationship is. You're not in the will. My sister, one of my sisters called me and said, you know, um, your niece, you can tell when they, your niece had the nerve to go down and got a copy of the will and talk about she protecting her father. See, when they want somebody to get on another person, they call me like I'm supposed to be the mean guy. So I called my niece up and I said to her, I said, where are you in the will? She said, I'm not in there at all. Guess why? He didn't leave nothing for you. See, if God wanted the seven days Adventists to be a part of this agreement, God would have put, this is to the house of Jacob, the children of Israel, and, and the seven day Adventists. To misunderstand that is a mental impossibility. But see, that, that was not 
the agreement. And it's amazing how people want to become a part of something that doesn't have nothing to do with that. I said when I started that scholars said there might be six of these covenant. Out of all of them, that's the last one that I would want to be a part of. That's the last one that I would want to be a part of. Why, Brother Frazier? Because no one could live up to that covenant. Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 6. In Hebrews chapter 6, and when you get there, Brother Claiborne, let me see verse 13. I think that's what it is. Hebrews chapter 6 and and, and verse 13. And John, why Claiborne's going there, in John chapter 1, in verse 17, the Bible says the law was given to Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The law was given to Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. In Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 13, what does the Bible say, Brother Claiborne? Uh, did I say Hebrews chapter 6? Yeah, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 13. Read that and, and let's see. That, that maybe, maybe I wanted to. No, that's what I need. Go Read. Watch what the text says. The so text that you says, may boldly believe? Is that what you want? For 6.13. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 6. In verse 13, John 1 and 17 says, the law was given to Moses. Whatever that was, it was given to Moses. But grace and truth didn't come by Moses. That came by Jesus Christ. Hold your finger there. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Go ahead, read now, Brother Claiborne. Watch what the Hebrew writer writes. For when God made promise to Abraham, uh-huh. because he could swear by no greater, he swear by himself. Stop right there, Brother Claiborne. Watch this. When God made a promise to, to Abraham, Abraham right. there was no one greater for him to swear by. So he said, I swear by myself. I swear by myself. I said something. I said something. God said, there is none greater than I. So the covenant that I made with Abraham, I got to swear by myself. Now you need to know 
with the covenant that he made with Abraham. Since you said it, I'll have to answer that question for you. He says to Abraham, from your seed shall all nations be blessed. Now, you have to find out who the seed was. I started this lesson telling you that God made that first covenant was between God and man. But this second covenant was between God and God. Oh, I, I, Pam, you got it? Yeah, I said something. See, God on this second one, he said, Here's, I'm going to make a promise to you, Abraham. But the promise that I'm going to make to you, Abraham, there is none greater that I can swear on. You, you remember when you were young and you'd be telling somebody something? You say, I swear on my mother. What are you saying? You trying to give it some what? Some value. Some value. God could have said to Abraham, look at Abraham, I swear on my mother. If God had a mother. But since God don't have a mother, and God want whatever he's about to say to Abraham to have some value to it. He said, look at here. I swear on me <laughs> because there is none greater than I. See, if people would just read the Bible, that, that's, that is no mystery here. Why would God promise to save us and do, and do not tell us how he's going to do it? But we don't want to read the Bible. And when you don't read the Bible, you do things that you're not supposed to do. So when Paul wrote the letter, to the church at Rome in Romans chapter 10. Brethren, my heart's desire and my prayer to God for Israel is that Israel might be saved. I bear them record that Israel has a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. They being ignorant of God's righteousness going about to establish their own righteousness, not heeding unto the righteousness of God. If the seven-day Adventists and those who are in the church who still want to hold that first covenant, they are not doing it according to knowledge. Because if you had knowledge, you would understand that that second covenant was not made between God and man. It was made between God and God. Now, now let me tell you, since you might miss it, 
Let me show you that second covenant. The first covenant God made with man, knowing that man could not live up to the covenant. But the second covenant God made with God, God was not about to allow that same thing to happen. Somebody, this next covenant, somebody got to pay the price for what? Separate them from God. So when Jesus died on the cross, listen to what he said. It is finished. In other words, I have met all of the requirements of the agreement that God made with God. So now, now, how do you and I benefit from that covenant? I'm happy you asked me that question. Cause see, there's nothing that you can do to take care of that covenant because that covenant was not made between God and you. It was made between God and God. And when Jesus said that it is finished, then the Bible said he gave up the ghost. He didn't give up the ghost until it was finished. So now, whatever, Lord have mercy, whatever the agreement was, Brother Cooper, I know nothing about it. It was between God and God. The Ephesian writer says that it was before the foundation of the world. In other words, before the world came in existence, this agreement was made. And then in Matthew, when Jesus said, it is finished, whatever that agreement was, he had paid for it. Now, how do you and I benefit from the agreement? The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things had become new. This new covenant was never about us. This new covenant was all about God and God. Let me help you. Josh and I made a covenant. I said, Josh, I want you to set up Wi-Fi in everybody's house. And I'm going to pay you. This is just my example for the sermon. Don't don't get the tape so you won't have to tape. Josh and I made this agreement. Now, everybody is going to get Wi-Fi. 
But everybody can't get Wi-Fi at the same time. Josh going to have to set a schedule up. But it doesn't matter when Josh get to you. The Wi-Fi is what? Paid for. Paid for. So he, Terrell comes on 430. Said, look ahead, Josh. Me and my family, we get up early. Can you be here at 430 in the morning to put the Wi-Fi in? I've already paid him. So he goes to Terrell at 430. Sister Stephen says, I want mine at 5. He got his at 430. Stephen's got hers at 5. Brother and sister Jimmy King gets theirs at six. The Tourette, I mean the McNeils, get theirs at 6:30. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Cooper gets his at 7:30. Hines get his at eight o'clock. Tom and Barbers get theirs at 8:30. Rogers get his at nine. The city boy gets his at 10 o'clock. What's happening? All of them is doing what? Getting the Wi-Fi. But they're not getting it at the same time. When God made the agreement with Jesus, all of us are going to be saved. We just got to get in Christ. We can't get in there at the same time. But as long as you get into Christ. Why would anybody? Why would anybody want to be in that first covenant when there's no one can keep it? You know why? They lack knowledge. Because if they would just search the scripture, Jesus said, search the scripture. For in them you think you have eternal life, but there are they that, that testify of me. See, y'all not going to get Wi-Fi. Put that in the lesson case somebody go to court. Just for my lesson. But if you want to be saved eternally, just get in Christ. The new covenant wasn't between God and man. It was between God and God. And God met God requirement. So therefore, all, listen to this. All you got to do is be in Christ. And you are no longer separated from God by sin. Ain't that something? What do you got to do? Nothing. All you got to do is be in Christ. Now, if you in Christ, you got the benefit of the second covenant. See, we we, we spend all of our time 
trying to find how to get a relationship with God instead of trying to find how do I get in Christ? All I need to do is to get in Christ. I got to stop. Eight o'clock, you're going to get the second part of this. Yeah, because I got two more things to say, but, but I don't have the time. So let me, let me show you this for those who are not going to show up at 8 o'clock. Okay, so here is the key. Get in Christ. When you get in Christ, you get the benefit of this new covenant. Don't worry about the old covenant because when Tom read, read Hebrews 8, he said, verse 7, finding fault with it. That's right. God found the fault in the first one. That's why he brought the second one. God found the fault. He had the right to disavow that agreement. He didn't like it. Now, was something wrong with it? No. God don't make mistakes. But it couldn't do what God needed to do. That's why God had to come and take care of that. So when God came and when God died and when God got up Sunday morning and when God went back to heaven, everybody got a free entry. All you got to do, get into Christ. Now, so how do you do that? Bible says so faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Believe what you heard. Christ died, he was buried, and he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Then the Bible says, repent, turn around. See, that first covenant got you off track. This new one bring you right back into relationship with God. Confess Jesus, be baptized in water, God will add you to the church, put you in a relationship with this new covenant. Live faithful until death, and he'll give you. Eight o'clock, you get in part two. Maybe next week, a week after, but I, I, I got to go back because I need you just to see one thing. If you don't come at eight o'clock, buy the tape. Because I'm going to show you two other things about this covenant that sometimes we just look over. You need Jesus? Come right now as we together stand and sing the song that has been selected. See, brought 